What's up, everyone? It's 9 o'clock on a Monday, which means we are back with another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Egan Shankleton. And I'm your co-host, Riley Zepp. And for the next hour, we will be talking all things sports here on the plains and around the globe. And of course, our picks for the week. I hope you all enjoy the show, and let's get right into it. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? It is 8 o'clock, Monday, January 30th. You're listening to another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM. It is the 30th. I put the 31st on the title of this. Um, my bad. But, uh, yeah, so what happened this weekend? NFC Championship, AFC Championship, and uh, that's about it. Yeah. So we're going to cover those two things. Second to last football weekend. <laughs> Actually, got third to last because Pro Bowl games. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Forgot about watch. the Pro Bowl games. Yeah, which uh, I don't think any – I. I think more people will watch actually this year than now that it's not actually a game and they have just it's games. It's games. Multiple. Um so we're going to talk about Eagles 49ers then the Chiefs Bengals then we have me and Riley did our own mock draft for 2023 1.0. Yeah, mock draft tough scenes mock draft 1.0. Um, uh, no trades. Yeah, no trades. Because it's 1.0 but in the future we will do trades. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that, and then we're going to talk about the NBA released uh, last week their all-star starters. Not the reserves yet, so we're going to talk about that. See if we agree, see if we disagree, and then Mount Rushmore of the best-smelling places. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm excited for that. Uh, the winner is Starbucks. Just going to put that out there now. Not disagreeing. Not agreeing. Um, um, and then we got ooh. our Madden franchise. Do you like those synchronized ums? Yeah, that was good. Genius. Yeah, so the Madden franchises, we're going to start it this week. Um, we're going to have a segment every show. We'll probably do it at the end of the show. Um, Madden 23 has an online franchise. Me and Egan are going to do a, a franchise, and we have 10 wheels. We're so, going to be our own Jerry Jones. Yeah, we're going to be the owner, coach, and owner, sometimes coach, GM, scout, player. So... I, the first wheel will determine what conference we're in, so AFC or NFC. Then the second wheel will determine what division we're in. And then I have wheels of every division or every team and their division. And it's every team, so all teams, good, bad, in between, so are available. I could get the Eagles and have uh, like the fourth pick next year, or I could get the Texans. Yeah. So it's gonna be exciting. I'm re- I'm actually really excited about this. About this. Um, I really and I'm really hoping I get one of the teams with a quarterback on the rookie deal. Yeah, I just hope I get someone, just someone fun. Like I just yeah, want a just fun team. not the Texans. Or, yeah, or the Bears. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, we'll when we get to that segment, we'll talk about the rules because. Me and Egan are not really good at Madden, so we're gonna play an All Pro. Yeah, um, we'll we'll discuss that later in the show. But uh, yeah. So intro. What do you do today, Riley? Anything Anything fun over the past week? Um, weekend. So, uh, one trivia last Friday. Um, uh, where at? 
Skybar Cafe. Skybar Cafe. You want yeah. to do winning trivia? There is pretty hard. It's actually pretty impressive. Um, well, me and I'm not going to take all the credit, but me and my group. Also, I think you could cheat in there. No, he, he'll uh, he'll throw away your sheet. He'll throw it away, but is he going to catch me? Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm I'm I do not cheat. No, but it is it is pretty hard to cheat because we tried one time and I tried to go into the bathroom and look it up and when by the time I came back out it was next question. So yeah, yeah, they they're pretty good about that. Pretty good about it. Um, what else did I do this weekend? What did you win though? You went in just like a tab at the bar. Or you win like uh, actual thing. It was like four four free drinks for the table. That's it. Yeah, You're winning trip because I, t- I, te- I, I technically tied. So they basically are like, all right. I won the tiebreaker, but they gave us the same thing. Four free drinks is the equivalent of like. That's like 20 bucks. All right, you won won trivia. So you get two shots of alcohol and about eight ounces of Sprite. (laughs) That's what four drinks is at the the bar in college. Um, That kind of sucks, though, because I saw there's some people that like, uh, I know the other bar, 1716, they give away like. Bluetooth speakers and stuff. Yeah, maybe I should try that out. You should but try that one. I'm uh, I'm only good at a certain, like certain topics. In like trivia. sports. Well, yeah, sports. But uh, I'd say my best one's probably geography. Yeah, I think I do. I do. I do good in geography as long as they don't start asking me like, like the. I know where all the countries are. Don't ask me the capitals so. though. I don't know the capitals, yeah. but like I could probably point to where the country is on a map. I actually got a geography question wrong, but I actually didn't get it wrong. He got it wrong. Yeah. The question here. Yeah, because he asked where uh, the Tigris and Euphrates are, and it's in like three different countries. And I said one of the countries. I said Syria, but he said the correct answer was Iraq. Um, actually, buddy. But it's also in Syria. Runs through and all. Turkey. And Turkey. Um. So yeah, that was kind of not cool, but it's whatever. What else did I do this weekend? I um, just hung out with some of my friends, uh, watched football, watched every game, yeah. every minute of the game. Yeah, so. That's pretty much it. What about you? My weekend, I, uh, yep, same thing. Didn't didn't do anything, just watched football. I wanted to play golf, but my knee hurts, and so yeah. I can't do that. I'm also broke, too. So yeah, it also has been raining. Like, I hate when it rains. I don't mind it sometimes, but it's like just been off and on recently. So, and then it gets cold. I've been doing what Dr. Andrew Huberman, uh, MD, professor of um, smart stuff at Stanford, um, he uh, talks about getting sunlight early in the day. It is a cortisol boost. Don't ask me what cortisol is or what it does, but it has to be good if he's talking about it. So I like to get my sunlight early in the morning, and when it's cloudy, it just... It's not as fun. Yeah, it's been cloudy like every day too. Like literally every day since the semester started. And it's it, only been a couple sunny days. I always know like what kind of weather we're gonna get because I call my dad. He's in Texas, so like whatever happens like today for him is probably gonna be happening to us in a couple of days. And right now they have like a winter weather warning. It's like real icy on the roads and cold, so I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. So that continues either. to move east. I, my plan was this weekend to do like a bunch of chores, like clean my room, do all my laundry. I did do that. That that is a good feeling though. Once you do it, I I, I didn't didn't do it. Yeah, so. I I uh, clean my I didn't do my laundry, but I cleaned my room up and it was uh, satisfying. It was satisfying, but also like man, this is kind of all I did today. Yeah, but sometimes if you like stretch it over the whole day, it, it's 
Yeah, that is true. I don't know. I I need to do that like soon. I need to clean my room. Yeah, once I start it though, I just have to like finish it yeah. quickly. I can't, like if I if I stop, take a break, and I'm like, I'll get back to it. I just won't. So, but yeah, so that was uh, that was our weekend. Super eventful. Yeah, as you can tell. Yeah, we actually went to Lincoln Financial Field. Went, went to the link. Went to the link. The cheapest ticket at the link, by the way, was like six hundred dollars. Really? And the most expensive ticket was like $9,000, but that wasn't anywhere close to the most expensive ticket at the um, Niners-Cowboys game. Really? Guess how much exp- so the cheapest ticket at the Cowboys-Niners game was actually cheaper than the – it was like $400, mm-hmm. but the most expensive one was way more expensive than the other one. It was $18,000. It was, like, $18, it was double. double. Yeah, so I don't know – Synchronized so them. some rich guy out in Dallas bought a ticket to the game for eighteen thousand dollars to watch the Cowboys lose. That's tough. That's tough. How good of how good of a seat can that be? Uh, well, it has to be some sort of box. I wonder what what's that like. Does that come with like a free play call? Was that why the Cowboys had that play call? Yeah, it's just like you eighteen grand. You get a if we're losing, you just get to do whatever you want. Last play. Yeah. And they were just like Zeke. I don't like Zeke. <laughs> so they should have signed him to that contract. That's too yeah, but much like, money. I wonder what what goes through your head. Like, if you have the money to pay for that eighteen thousand dollar ticket, I feel like still I'd be like, I'm just not paying eighteen thousand dollars for a ticket to a football game. I would just pay Jerry Jones to get a job. Like, can I just be a part of the Cowboys? Like, I'm paying you to work for you. Yeah, can deal. I just? Yeah, eighteen grand for a ticket. That is crazy. I can't imagine spending like over a grand. I think Well, like even when I'm older and have money, like over a grand. I think the only time I would spend that kind of money is if like the Browns made the Super Bowl. Because yeah. that would that's happening one time in my life. I hope so. Hopefully more times, but definitely if it if it even happens once. Well, it hasn't even happened in your dad's lifetime. No. So so it could possibly not happen. I don't even know if it's happened in my grandparents. No, it's probably happened in my grandparents' life. But Well, they haven't made the – they made the – AFC uh, championship game. Yeah. And uh, Cleveland's just famous for, like, the one-word games. Like, LeBron, that game seven, the block mm-hmm. on Andre Iguodala – uh, AFC Championship game against the Broncos. Ernest, I think his his name was Ernest Biner, something like that. Fumbled on the one yard line. The fumble. The fumble. Uh, didn't they lose one against the Broncos? Like in the yeah, 90s? and it was called the drive. We were because we uh. were up, and uh, John Elway did a late comeback drive with like a minute left. So we're just known, mm. and uh, one of them won our favor, LeBron. But yeah, so yeah, that's a tough scene. Uh. I just yeah, if I was like super dedicated to a team, uh, I'd pros- pro- possibly spend like maybe a grand to go to the Super Bowl, like if I had that money. But I don't know. The closest I would ever that I've like I've never had that much money to spend on anything ever. But if I did, it'd probably be like a Braves World Series ticket. But even then, like there was cheaper tickets than that, and like I just want to go. Like I don't really care where I sit at that point. Sometimes I see. When I watched games like this NFC Championship game last night, I, w- I was like, I wish I was just an Eagles fan. Yeah. I wish I was. They, it just seems so fun to be an Eagles fan because you're never really that bad. I it's mean, like being a Ravens fan. Yeah, you have like three Super Bowl appearances in the last 30 years, which is like, I'd say a good number. 
When they had Andy Reid, they made five straight NFC championships. Yeah, the Eagles have always you always have have had pretty good uh, players. You're always pretty good, and the stadium just seems like the most fun stadium to be in. See, I think that, but for the Chiefs. Yeah, that would be fun too, um, because like I mean, I have some family like my mom's side of the family. I guess is from Kansas City. I have like every excuse to become a Chiefs fan. But yeah. uh, I'm not gonna be that guy, because I w- I did grow up a Patriots fan. It would be kind of uh, I'd be kind of uh, becoming what everybody said I was when I was younger, if I became a Chiefs fan. And I'm still I still like the Patriots, but it's I don't have that same like connection that I used to. Not even because they're, they're bad. Because they're bad. It's not it's not because they're bad. Like I I kind of I don't know. It, even when I remember it, it was the AFC Championship against the Jaguars. That that was when I realized like I'm not really like into this as much as I used to be like into just being a fan of this team like I kind of just like the sport like I, I really like the NFL and like I'm, yeah. more, I'm more of like a not a storyline guy but I, I like to see like I like to see the underdogs win that's like, the way I am about college football I like because I know most like unless it's the Michigan game or a bowl game. I know Ohio State's gonna blow out whoever they play. Yeah. So I don't really ever watch Ohio State play that much, but I do. I like to just watch random games and cheer for the underdog. Yeah. I mean, I I do that for college football too, but like Auburn's kind of they're not they haven't been doing great. Hey, we're gonna be good now though. Yeah. Junior Day. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. So Auburn has a I'm sure most schools do it, but the Junior Day, um, where high school juniors come and they visit you know the facility meet Hugh Freeze meet some of the other coaches try to show them that Auburn's a good place to come and uh last year with Brian Harson, we had around 20 to 30 players come apparently apparently which I mean I guess I don't know what a normal number is for most schools but you know we had 20 and then this year with Hugh Freeze we had over 180 yeah which is that's just so insane how can we go from 20 to 180 He's been the coach for like three months. <sighs> New facility, maybe I don't know. That that or literally just means that literally it. just means Brian Harson is is an idiot. Or he yeah he just didn't care about that part of his job. Like he just wasn't talking to the right people or going to the right places or doing the right something things. something. I, like I mean, he just he wasn't doing the right like he who hired Brian Harson? <laughs> they should be fired. They did. They did. Yeah, they, they did they, get they, fired. They, they resigned or whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah, but I don't Auburn's know. on the come up. I think Auburn's future is bright in football. Yeah. Yeah. We do have to play Georgia and Alabama every year, which I feel like Kirby Smart's going to be like, we're going to look back in 20 years and be like, I remember when Kirby Smart was 35 years old. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't, I don't, even I don't even think that. he's 35 no. now. He's probably like 50, but I don't want to talk about We're going to see him with like gray hairs. Kind of like Nick Saban right now, where he's looking a little older, and we're like, I remember when he was winning championships back with thirty-five-year-old Stetson Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> which not a great weekend for him. No, the old wasn't a Dewey. It was a public intox. Public intox in Dallas. Apparently, he was banging on someone's door. Hmm. I don't know. I saw the video of him being released with a water bottle. That's just that's a tough scene. Tough scene of the week. It is, that's, it's pretty funny because he probably walked out with that water bottle and was just like, I don't remember coming in here, but <laughs> I'm walking out now. <laughs> Let's hope nothing real bad happened. Yeah. All right, well, uh, 
that was just a bunch of things all at once. That was a lot of information. That was just the that. intro there. Yeah, that was just the intro. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about the NFC Championship. Like I like the the first segment just to like talk about whatever. Yeah, what just we get did all, for the weekend, just, just random all thoughts. Also, random thought, uh, Stetson Bennett, he's a good quarterback, but he is 25. I also thought, like, if a bad quarterback just stayed in college, like, yeah. imagine if C.J. Stroud just stayed in college until he was 25, he'd eventually be good, right? Well, or I mean, am I already, just wrong? He's already good. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you just let a bad quarterback just stay in college. Cardell Jones stayed in college. He, he would just eventually be good and win two national championships. Yeah. Well, Cardell has Who won. knows? PSAs. Yeah, PSA time, PSA time. <clears throat> we'll be back. We will be back. All right, we're back. You're listening to more Tough Scenes here on WEGL 91.1 FM. And let's go right into the NFC Championship, Lincoln Financial Field, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It was a barn burner, that's for sure. Uh, it wasn't close, 31-7. to seven. Bad, t- Just, I, I know I gave Stephen Bennett the Tough Scene of the Week, but uh, the honorary Tough Scene of the Week, the San Francisco 49ers, Quarterback room. Yeah, that's brutal. So the game started out, uh, the Eagles scored on the first drive like they always do. Which they shouldn't have, technically. Yeah, they, they got uh, bailed out by a Yeah, no they call. went forward on fourth and one and uh, took a deep shot, and Devontae Smith caught it, but he didn't really catch it. But they didn't review it though, yeah. which that 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 is one thing. I think Sirianni doing that in the first drive was dumb. I kind of like NFC it, but it's gonna bite game. them. It's gonna it's gonna bite them eventually. I don't know if it's gonna bite them in the Super Bowl. But I think it is down the line because he did a bunch of questionable. Like, he did a bunch of like this is gonna be sick yeah. on ESPN Monday morning if it works out. But if it doesn't, I look like an idiot. And so that was the first one where it worked out, but it shouldn't have. And then the sec- then the second time I really noticed something was. In the end of the second quarter, when they scored their third touchdown, and it was twenty to seven. He went for two, for what, for whatever reason. Uh, went for two because I guess, in his mind, he knew that the Forty ers would score exactly two touchdowns and not go for two either of those times. Yeah. So just preparing for that, you know. Um, and then they go out there, and it was just a, they. No one knew what they were doing. Jalen Hurts had one play, and the rest of the team had another play. And so they weren't lined up, and they got to delay a game. And so then they had to kick the field goal or the extra point, and Sirianni seemed real upset about it. And I was like, "You did you really want to go for two there? Yeah. I guess it didn't you matter just, because they scored you knew. T- two touchdowns in like 45 seconds. Yeah, I guess it didn't matter, but I think that's going to come back to bite them. I really, th- I really do. Yeah, I, I do too. I don't know if it's going to bite them in the Super Bowl, but I think eventually it will. And because it's, if like, th- it's both those times went a di- – like. Imagine that fourth and one, they review it. And yeah, but props Brock to the Purry, Eagles for lining up, like, super quick. Yeah, imagine they review it, and Brock Purdy doesn't get injured. We might be saying, like, what is, is Nick Sirianni, is he a, a bad coach? We wouldn't be saying he's a bad coach, but we're saying that uh, game yesterday was Sirianni's fault. Yeah. Because, honestly, before Brock Purdy got hurt, so the Eagles went down and scored that first drive, but then after that first drive, their offense kind of stalled out. Yeah, they had a bunch of three and outs. 49ers were getting after them and they were the 49ers were moving the ball. The Eagles the Eagles defense clutched up by getting what they get a did they get a pick six or a fumble like a scoop and score like a I'm not sure what it was, but the 49ers it, were moving the ball and then Hassan Reddick I don't again, I'm not sure why the the 49ers tried to block Hassan Reddick with a tight end. 
And uh, that didn't work, and Brock Purdy got blown up. Yeah, and f- fully torn UCL. Yeah, fully torn UCL. Tommy John surgery inbound for Brock Purdy. Yeah, so that just that spices up their QB conversation for <laughs> next year even more. Yeah, keep keep in mind he's already the third string. He's already the third string. So then Josh Johnson comes out, who has played for every team under the sun. Every single, all of them. All yeah. What all team have teams. you played for? All of them. Even your your son's Pop Warner team, he's played yeah, for them yeah. at some point. Yes, but uh, yeah. So he comes in and he's just obviously not good, and uh, that's kind of all she wrote. Yeah, and then he got hurt. Yeah, and then he got hurt. <laughs> um, it wasn't even like at the he played for a while. It was like the next drop. Like it, he, he came played, in and he got hurt. He played maybe a quarter, a quarter and a half. He played because like, he got hurt right like the first drive after halftime. He played like two drives. Yeah. And then he got hurt. And then he got concussed, or at least he had to be out of the game for concussion protocol. Yeah, so now we're sitting there in an NFC Championship game, and there's a timeout, and they're taking, and they're tr- switching out the headsets from Johnson's helmet to, to McCaffrey's, McCaffrey's helmet. We've arrived of a Wildcat game. Yeah, which, and then but they put Brock Purdy back in, who literally cannot throw the ball. Yeah. So then they had to put Purdy back in. He obviously. I wonder if he should have just started, just tried left-handed. Yeah, I would have gone just full wildcat at that point. I understand why they didn't, because imagine like coming out, coming up. I kind of want to see entire... this happen to Mahomes, because he will just go left-handed. Yeah, yeah, which will be awesome to see. Um, I know it would be, you know, slightly difficult, and I mean that slightly sarcastically, uh, to just build an entire wildcat offense in the middle of the third quarter in the NFC Championship. But game. if someone could do it. It is Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, they should have just put Kyle Shanahan, like, call timeout, get Kyle Shanahan to the booth, put someone else down on the field. Do you think the 49ers let Shanahan cook? Do you think the 49ers now will, in the offseason, just put together a program and be like, all right, now all of our quarterbacks are going to be ambidextrous? Yeah. All of them. They're switch hitting quarterbacks? Yeah, we're switch hitting quarterbacks. So, you know, if the right UCL goes out, throw it to the left hand. Yeah. That would be interesting, but yeah, that's just they should they should sign Tua. That's just insane. They got Trey Lance injured, Jimmy Garoppolo injured, <laughs> Brock Purdy injured, Josh Johnson comes in and gets injured. Yeah, tough scene for that QB. Yeah, if you told anyone that before the season started, you're like, all this is gonna happen to the Niners. You're gonna be. Do they have the worst offensive line in the NFL? No, it's actually one Very of the best. Good. Yeah, it's actually probably second. It's just unlucky. Yeah, it's extremely unlucky, which. Is very, very unfortunate for the average football fan like me who didn't, you know, care really care who won this game. Because I, I mean, I wanted the 49ers to win just because I like, I like watching the 49ers play. I wanted the Eagles win kind of because just because I told my dad like 30 minutes before the game started that the Eagles were, were going to win. So, yeah, I just have beef with the Eagles. I, I actually um, – I used to be kind of an Eagles fan. I don't know when, why I got this jersey or when I got it, but when I was a kid I had a – Number 36, Brian Westbrook jersey. Yeah, I remember some kid at my school had that jersey, and I was like. And I wore it all the time. So I was kind of an, I'm kind of an Eagles fan. Donovan McNabb, Chunky Soup commercials back in the day. Yeah, I just need to find a picture of me wearing that jersey so I can be like, been an Eagles fan. Did, you, did you see uh, Weapon X made an appearance at the trophy? Yeah, that was, that's one of my favorite players of all time, Weapon X. He's so cool. and All-time uh, all nickname. He did kind of, I don't know if he thought of what he was going to say and it didn't come out right but his presentation was a little like and i'm going to present 
here's a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, oh, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a pretty, I, I wouldn't call it a boring game. It's just unfortunate. It was, it was very entertaining if you're an Eagles fan. Yeah. But, and uh, that, the, the stadium <clears throat> looked awesome. Yeah. Stadium looked awesome. And then, Probably my favorite thing of the game, though, was Trent Williams just abs- putting that guy through the ground. Yeah. Dude, I th- I thought, like, when that guy got up, he didn't really fight. He didn't fight back because he definitely was like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> he didn't see that coming. Yeah. He was, I mean, but he was holding on the Trent. Like, he was I mean, definitely catching. He, that guy, like, lo- hobbled off the field. <laughs> Trent Williams just broke that guy's whole body throwing him down the yard. <laughs> <laughs> it was like uh, when uh, Hulk got Loki in the first Avengers yeah, movie just, and just slammed dude, him over and over again. exactly what he did. <laughs> he, yeah, he did that to oh, – I don't dude. even know who that was. Is Trent Williams the last guy you want to fight in the NFL? Oh, yeah, especially when he's, like, mad like he was. Because he, he is a guy that will hit you. Like that one uh, game at, at was the Seahawks versus the Redskins when he was or the sorry the Commanders when yeah. he was still on that team. Our words. Uh, he just went straight up to Richard Sherman just after the game him. and punched him in the face. Yeah. He walk. He actually he walks up to him, and Richard Sherman should have just turned around and ran at this point because he walked up to him with his helmet on. Yeah. With the black visor, so yeah. it's just like <laughs> six seven. Three three seventy like helmet on black Pfizer. And he just walks up and doesn't say anything. He just stares at him, and then Richard Sherman goes, "What are you gonna do?" He goes, "I'm gonna hit you." Blah blah blah. Like yeah. can't say those words. And then Richard Sherman goes, "We'll do it." <laughs> he just hauls off and hits him. <laughs> yeah. And Richard Sherman like take has to like take a step back, and he's like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Whoa. And he gets separated. Yeah. And then this game, he just yeah wasn't having it, and uh, Had a bad day in the office. I I. I think that should just be if you're if you're getting blown out in a playoff game, that's what you should do. You should go just start a fight with the other team. Extremely, uh, you, you know, like you might get a ten thousand dollar fine. Most likely, most likely will not suspend you for week one of next year. So it's like you know, no consequence, and I love it while I'm watching at home. So do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did I? We were we were. Robbed of seeing yeah, uh, and then, Christian uh, McCaffrey play quarterback. I don't know. I think he would have done a good job, too. Well, he did throw that one pass. Yeah, is this a bad teammate move? Um, Actually, I don't think it is. But George Kittle, after the game, I'm not sure what the question was, but he just goes, yeah, does losing, a, losing the NFC Championship game without a quarterback suck? Yeah, it does. He's very upset about it. So I was like, set. But then again, like, John Johnson kind of has to know, like, where he stands. Yeah, well, Josh Johnson – they did score a touchdown, right? No, I scored it with Brock Purdy. It was like the second drive of the game. Oh, Wait, yeah. was it? No, I thought I thought Brock Purdy played literally the first drive, and they fumbled because he got hurt on the fumble. I think he, he got, the ball It was forward. the second drive. They punted on the first one. I remember watching that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so. I, I mean, they handed it off to uh, McCaffrey broke off a run. But I'm extremely – both teams, but mainly the Niners because they've got they've got to pay Trent Williams, they've got to pay McCaffrey, they've got to pay Ayuk, who's gonna get paid like a wide receiver one. He's gonna. I if uh, they don't pay him, like a team like the Giants or Lions will give Ayuk wide receiver one money, like a bad team. Uh, so they got to pay him Debo hundred percent wide receiver one money. Yeah, probably gonna. Do you be, have to pay him this year. 
I'm not sure, but eventually they will. And then on defense, you got Bosa, who's going to be highest-paid defensive end when he gets his contract. Yeah. You got Fred Warner and Greenlaw, both two of the best middle linebackers in the league. Yeah, they have they – have, I think they have the best roster in the league. You've got Javon Kinlaw, who was a rookie last year on the defensive line, who's going to get not a, you know, like a max, but he's going to get a big contract. There's a lot of big contracts that it's going to have to be given out here. Hey, but they have John Lynch as GM. And then they'll figure it out. So do you think that the 49ers are just going to be, all right, this is our, this is our uh, way we do it, rookie QB deals and just have the best team possible? Um, yeah. I could definitely see it. Just draft a rookie QB every other year, and that's our guy. Because they still have Trey Lance for what, Dude, was this, this his, year. Was this, his, this wasn't his rookie year. This is his second year, right? Not eight. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, but, well, we got to uh, go to PSAs anyway. But yeah. Anyway, I, they still have like four or three or four more years of Trey Lance on a rookie deal. Yeah, so he was, this is his second year. Um, yeah, if they use the fifth-year option. They have probably like three years to maximize, like how good their team is. Yep. And then, full. Same rebuild. same problem with the gonna be with the Bengals. Same problem with the Eagles. This is gonna it's gonna be interesting. Interesting. But yeah, that's the NFC Championship game. Um, what was the final score? Was it like I think it was thirty-one to seven? Gardner Minshew got in the game. Thirty-eight to seven. Gardner Minshew got in the game at one point. Uh, but 49ers. Yeah. 49ers obviously had a really good season. Just, you know, no quarterback, you're obviously not going to win. Yeah. Yeah, thoughts and prayers to 49ers quarterback room. Shout out Eagles. Yeah, shout out to Eagles, though. Shout out to City of Philadelphia. Uh, no, I'm not going to go that far, but. Shout out Rocky. <laughs> yeah, shout out Rocky. And Louis Vert for taking the team out. That was pretty cool. Yeah. He's just, I mean, anyone's going to look small next to NFL players, but Louis Vert just looks extra small. He is small. like 5'4". Yeah. But when he stands all his money, he's six six. There you go. There we go. PSA time. PSA. <laughs> we'll be back. All right, we're back. Another segment of tough scenes here on WEGL ninety one point one FM. And uh, so that was the NFC Championship game. Now we're moving to the night game. I don't even know if I want to. Did you re- did you feel like the games were early yesterday? Two and five thirty. Yeah, but I liked it. I like. I don't know. I kind of like because then. The game ended, and it was like 9 o'clock. And I was like, now I just have Madden to play. Like, what do I do? Yeah. I, like I, I, I kind of like that, though. It, it's a, they get it out of not I like out of when the, the game ends at like 10, 10, 30, and you're like, all right, game ended. Time to go to bed. Yeah, but then it, it gives you an, an extra hour to be excited or angry, depending on how they It does. Out. but um, Because I remember not a big deal when my team, New England Patriots in eighth grade, beat the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl. I didn't go to sleep till like three in the morning next that day because I was just so excited. I probably wouldn't either. I was like, but two o'clock, Eagles forty ers Yeah, but it it gets darker later now, so it does or earlier now. Yeah, but um, so yeah, Chiefs Bengals AFC Championship game. Arrowhead. This game was the complete opposite of the first. Um, it was actually a close game. It was a very ch- close game. Probably the best. One of the best NFL games we've had for a while, in my opinion, just because it was so tight. Yeah. Uh, do you, just before the game starts, do you want to get all of your uh, referee complaints out of the way? Um, I was cheering for the Chiefs. I have no referee complaints. Well, you know, I don't. I like the Chiefs. I'm not a Chiefs hater. 
I like the Bengals. Not a Bengals hater. I like both their quarterbacks. Both really good teams. I wanted a good game. I got a good game, but the the way it finished, I'm not saying that it wasn't a roughing the passer penalty, but just everything that came before that and then that, which was like, I know they're going to call that, but that's how the game is won, you know? Yeah, so. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that. We'll get to, the, we'll just go, we'll start for the first quarter and get to that. Okay. We'll go chronologically. So first quarter. I'm trying to think. Bengals has zero yards. Yeah, Joe Burrow, I think, I, I saw today, he had the same amount of pass completions as he did sacks. Yeah, like so. Like, he got sacked at least four times. That yeah, I so remember. he got sacked three times in the first quarter. The fourth time came in the second quarter. So three times in the first quarter. And this game started to look like, all right, what what are we doing here? Is this, is this going to be the way it goes, just like the first game? But then, you know, of course, Joe Burrow was like, nah. I'm from Ohio State. I don't do that. <laughs> and so, and so, uh, Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma legend. Yeah. Now, Jalen Hurts is Alabama legend. Yeah, Oklahoma legend. Um, so then the Bengals came back. Obviously, they played pretty well in the second half. I like when the Bengals get kind of in a rough spot like they were in the first quarter or they, you know, fourth down, they need to play, third and nine, they need to play. Uh, Zach Taylor just kind of throws his play sheet away. He's just like, throw it up to Jamar Chase. Yeah. Or T. Higgins. Throw it deep. And uh, it works it, all the time. It did. Yeah, T. Higgins so, had that one that touchdown. Uh, we're, I'm getting a little ahead of ourselves, but that one touchdown was one of those like you you hit the top of your head. Like, yeah, one of those like I just really embarrassed. Yeah, I just right dunked there. on you. Yeah. So then you know they came back, but the Chiefs Chiefs won back at them. They scored again. So then we're going to halftime, 13-6. You know, second half comes. Both both yeah both score a touchdown in the third quarter. We're at 20 to 13. Now the uh, the Chiefs, I mean the Bengals, scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter, twenty twenty. That was Jamar Chase had that big catch, and then they scored after that. Yeah, right? just ma- just throw it up to someone. Yeah, just the over throw two it people. Up, throw it up play. Would you say Jamar Chase is him? Yeah, he's him. He is him. So, but then I guess the uh, the play in question that everyone's real upset about is the Chiefs just had eight downs that one yeah. time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> The Bengals stopped them, you know, as they they play really good defense all night long. They stopped them, did what they wanted to do. So when, if you're a Bengals fan, you're sitting there like, all right, getting the ball, stopped back. them. There we go. And then you, you hear a couple whistles. You're like, wait, what the, what, what, huh? What's going on? What? What? And then the referee comes out and he's like, we're doing the play over. Yeah. I was in the bathroom. I wasn't on the field yet. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. I told him not to start till I got back, and they started. Zach Taylor just turned to which tomato red. I. I don't. I'm not a fan of what he what that guy did. But if you look at the replay, he was not on the field. I don't know what he was doing. Again, he was. I was in the bathroom. They were trying to reset the play. Like, and it wasn't even just that. There was. Just, it seemed like there was a lot of penalties on the Bengals. That, so, yeah. That so he was. On the Chiefs. So he was running. On, he wasn't on the heat. So that part was true. So they give him a do over. They do it again, and then Kelsey. They don't. They didn't get the first down the second time. So it was going to be. They, they got down. sacked. He yeah, they got sacked, but then they got they called a penalty. On was it Eli Apple? Yeah, Eli Apple. Burnt toast Apple. Was it a, a holding or a pass interference? It, was, it, was, it wasn't. It was a holding, automatic first down. Yeah. Though. So they called a. So then they got a fifth down, and because of the holding call, and then you know we know what they did. Yeah, and then they did they they scored off that right? No, they got they punted off that. Yeah, then they punted, and a bunch of people were like, 
dude, what are you doing, punt call? But I don't think they remember that Harrison Butker injured himself on literally the first kick, like his first kickoff in the first game of the season, he injured himself, and he's been injured the whole year. Oh. And so he he can't make anything more than like a 32-yarder. Mm. So that's why they punted in such, you know, short field conditions. But and that good, was it, – It was tough field position for the yeah. Bengals too. It wasn't that big so, of a So, I mean, if – I understand why – and then I guess we'll get to the, the last call, uh, the – Hit out of bounds. What did they call that? Late hit. Uh, unnecessary personal, roughness. Unnecessary roughness. That's what it was. On Osai. Joseph Osai. Joseph Texas. Osai. I remember yeah. him at Texas. I like him. I thought he was a good player at Texas. He, yeah, he, was, he was good last night. He was, he was yeah, very he good was last pretty night. good. I feel but, really uh, bad for him. I feel bad for him, but I saw a different angle of, like, straight on the sideline, and they, they both were both, – both their feet were out of bounds. So it was a pretty bad play, yeah. Which it sucks, but his, if you're his a Bengals did fan, buckle. like he, it was like he was trying. I think he was trying to stop, and then like like if you're a Bengals couldn't. fan, I fully understand why you're so upset that the Bengals got like eight do overs, and you know the or the yeah the Chiefs yeah the Chiefs got like eight do overs, and they called the late hit on you. But if you, I mean, in a slow mo replay, it technically is all those things and. That one play, that that one video from outside of the locker room where that dude is yelling at outside, like, "Yeah, this is my last year." You hit that guy, got absolutely ran over. Like, had the clearest tackle on. Uh, pa- how do you say the running back Isaiah Pache- Pacheco? I think it's Pacheco. Pacheco. Yeah. Pacheco. Pacheco just ran through him. Like, yeah, he so, had to angle everything, just ran through him, and then he's mad at Osai, who had just like one of his career games. Yeah. Had one bad moment, which. It's it's it happens. Which I mean, you could say that's why they lost the game, but you could also say Joe Burrow threw two picks. But those picks weren't his fault, though. Yeah, I know. Like, but what I'm it, saying is that like, was the receiver just literally like, "Hey, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm saying gonna like tip this up." Whenever someone says like the last play of the game is the reason they lost, it's, it's like, yeah, it's not. Hey, true. Jermaine Pratt, remember that play you got ran over for 40 yards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that gave up a touchdown. Or yeah. Whatever. So I I fully understand why a Bengals fan would be upset. But, you know, the ref technically was not on the field. Eli Apple, you know, did hold. That technically was a hit, you know, out of bounds. It's just it's just unfortunate. It's just extremely unfortunate. The 49ers also had a lot of penalties go against them as well. And they were all, like, most of them were penalties. Some of them were kind of soft. Yeah, some of them were kind of like, don't need to call that. Yeah. The refs just, I think, this entire weekend just had a terrible – like a terrible blunder. Yeah, but I blunder think of a weekend. Um, I love I love this game because it's just the way the way the NFL works, the way the sports storybook goes. You know, the Bengals were riding high, went into Buffalo, snow game, W. Stephon Diggs, have fun in Cancun, bro. That's just Eli Apple. Have fun in Cancun, Cancun, dude. Cancun on three. All of us on this, like every defense, like Bengals defensive player on the sideline, like see y'all in Burrowhead, see y'all in Burrowhead, and then it's only one problem. There's a guy by the name of Kermit the Frog, <laughs> aka Patrick Mahomes, His... and another guy by the name of Travis Kelsey. They're sitting on the couch, probably together because they're best friends, and they're looking. They look at each other and they go. We're gonna go. We're gonna we go gotta beat, beat Bengals. these Bengals. Yeah, we're gonna go beat the Bengals this weekend. What do you think? Yeah, you're down. All right, let's go do it. And then that's what they did. Yeah. Uh, 
One leg. I have a hard time believing that Patrick Mahomes' high ankle sprain was a high ankle sprain. The way oh, he was it was definitely a high ankle sprain. He was limping so much in that like, game. He just was playing so good without because he's Patrick Mahomes. He's a wizard. Another like last night, it was just Chris Jones on defense versus Joe Burrow's in the Bengals offense, and then and Frank Clark. Yeah, Frank Clark a little bit, but mostly Chris Jones. And then on offense, it was just, all right, Patrick Mahomes, go beat the Bengals defense. <laughs> yeah. And that's Travis, what he did. Uh, Mahomes, uh, MVS, Travis Kelsey, just go back to when y'all were kids and it, it snowed outside and you're like, let's all, like yeah. the whole neighborhood was like, let's, let's go all it's play like, football. So we, we picked up Isaiah Pacheco off waivers. And um, yeah, so Juju's out, Miko Hardman's out. And uh, Kadarius Tony, Kadarius Tony got hurt. So, here's some of the names that they had. That they Sky threw. Moore. Here's some of the names they uh, threw. They, passes which he to. had a he had a good punt return. Yeah, that punt return won them the game pretty much. It did. Marcus Kemp. You ever heard of Marcus Kemp? No, that reminds me of Matt Kemp, former uh, Los Angeles Dodgers center field. I remember him too. Uh, they threw a pass and Braves. Noah Gray. Don't know a Noah Gray. That sounds like a tight end. It is a tight end. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so he was – so for him to go out there, you know, in an AFC championship game when he had a hurt ankle and he just looks looks out onto the field and it's a whole new group of wide receivers, for him to win, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, he just had to, you know, let Mahomes Burrow know. It's like, hey, as long as I'm still around, I'm in charge. Well, this is his first win ever against Joe Burrow. So it I don't came, know if he's in charge. came in the most important moment. Now there's a 3-1 lead, so we all know what happens in 3-1 leads. It you is know tough. especially. I know especially. It's happened. Mahomes is coming back. Yeah, you've had a bad 3-1 lead experience and a great 3-1 lead experience. Yeah, Mahomes is coming back. Um, <laughs> I honestly do think, though, if that was a fully healthy Mahomes with a fully healthy, like, Juju, Kadarius, Tony, they probably would have won by, like, 10 points. Um, what do you think of uh, – Patrick Mahomes being the state's far- State Farm spokesperson going to play the Super Bowl at the State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. You think that has anything to do with the, mm. the calls at the end of the game? Jake, do you have anything to do with this? Huh? In your khakis? Hmm? In your khaks? Hmm? Uh, which, we have to go to PSAs, but I'm just going to put my Super Bowl pick right now. I'm going to say the Eagles because all State Farm uh, leading advertisers – that play the quarterback position only won one Super Bowl in their career. Is that true? Aaron Rodgers. Is that the and they're very though? talented. That is true. Patrick Mahomes already won his. Aaron Rodgers already Both won have, his. you know, families that the public do not like. Yeah. Or well, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't like his family. Yeah. Um everyone doesn't like Mahomes' family. That is true. I liked his dad though. Yeah. Did you his know dad his is dad is uh, MLB? <laughs> did he really? His dad uh made an appearance to the world yesterday. I don't even know if anyone has seen Patrick Mahomes' dad before, but uh, he had a cigar and he was saying, "I'm smoking on that burrow pack." Oh, smoking on that burrow pack. Interesting. So I was like, there we go. I love it. Well, uh, we gotta go to PSAs. PSAs in our mock draft time. Mock, yeah, exciting. PFF, thank you for your service. Yeah, I know, that's all I have to say. Have, just log on to their website and they have a you know simulator there. It's perfect. It's awesome. All right, we'll be back. All right, we're back. Listen to more tough scenes here on WEGL 91.1 FM. Mock draft time. Mock tough draft. scenes. And I uh, just saw a Mock video that 
I just saw a graphic on Instagram <clears throat> that LeBron James and Kevin Durant have met each other 11 times uh, since December 25th, 2018. Since the Christmas game in Cleveland of Warriors versus Cavs, their teams have played 11 straight times. In 11 straight times, they've both sat out. <laughs> wow. They haven't load played, management? Load management. They haven't played each other since uh, Christmas game 2018. And uh, why is LeBron and Anthony Davis sitting out today? Just because. They're playing the Nets today, coincidentally. They're tired, I guess. Anthony Davis has played like three games this season, but he needs rest. <laughs> That's, I mean, I literally saw a picture of a kid that said had a sign that said, I flew 4,000 miles to what, to see Jimmy Butler play. And then That's, a, I think that was fake. And then a staff person came up to him and said, yeah, Jimmy Butler's not playing, pal. I think, I think that dude uh, goes to like, a lot of games and says that. Well, it was like a little kid. Yeah, I know. And his mom or whatever. Um, but then, so I was just like, but I don't. Yeah, that every, is tough. NBA players only pl- like play every other game now. Shorten the season. They don't That's play every saw. game. J- they just J- have. JJ Reddick's podcast. Shorten the season. Make make it where every team. They're plays just getting lazy. Every team one, uh, twice, a fifty-eight game season. They're just getting lazy and not playing. Like Anthony Davis, dude, you've played like two times this past week. Why you're sitting? You need load management. No, you don't. You just don't want to play. And so that's I'll just I'll never buy a ticket to an NBA game anymore because I'll get to see half the roster play. Yeah, that, I mean they should actually shorten the season, or they should definitely be doing something different because, like my dad lives in Dallas. If you buy a ticket to a Dallas game and Luca doesn't play. That would be the most boring NBA game to watch ever. Yeah. The rest, of the next best player is Tim Hardaway Jr. Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie? He dropped like 35. It would suck to watch that game without Luka Doncic. Like, you should be definitely be able to get a refund for that ticket. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. 100%. You said it, not me. But well, I'm not disagreeing with you. Just like when I went to the Cavs game for my birthday and they were like, yeah, Kevin Love is tired, didn't have his coffee this morning, not playing. Like, but you got to see Dean Wade. No, this was, this was before. This is back when Kyrie and pre, LeBron were on the Cavs. Pre D Wade. Yeah, the real D. The real D Wade. He actually dropped like twenty three points last night. Kansas State. K State alum. Which K State best team in college basketball. It is the best team. They they might not be number one, but they're the best team. It's like Auburn last year. Yeah, before they were number one. All right, so mock draft time. One point oh. No mm-hmm. trades. How do we want to do this? Do we want to do you do your whole like we could do you do a pick, I do a pick, or you do your whole draft, I do mine, or you do like ten picks and I do my ten picks? Um Yeah, we'll we'll do by every ten picks. Yeah, we could do that because then you know, ten to one to ten, ten to twenty, twenty to thirty to do. That'll um, be good. I had something that oh yeah, I was gonna do the NFL draft when when the pick is ready before Goodell goes up to the Podium. Dun, oh yeah. Dun, dun, Actually, dun, I can. I can. I'm probably be able to find out YouTube it real quick. Um. Yeah. Let's 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 get on that, Egan. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure's on. The pressure's on. Going fast. Going as fast as I can. This is just well, not. Watch there be an all. ad. All right. It's okay. Just scrap the idea. Oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, I got oh. it. I, there's an ad. Uh, it's only four seconds. Skip, uh, skip, skip. 
Can people hear that? I don't know. Try it. We'll replay. Yeah, replay. All right. Cut, cut, cut. All right. Cut, cut, Action. cut. Action. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Welcome to the Tough Scenes 2023 NFL Draft. Mock Draft 1.0. Riley Zepp is on the clock. With, with the first overall pick in the 2023 draft. <laughs> the Chicago Bears pick. Jalen Carter, Georgia. Number two, the Houston Texans pick. Bryce Young, University of Alabama. Number three, the Arizona Cardinals pick. Will Anderson Jr., also University of Alabama. Number four, the Indianapolis Colts select. C.J. Stroud, the Ohio State University. (laughs) Number five, the Seattle Seahawks via Denver Broncos. Select Miles Murphy, Clemson. Number six, the Detroit Lions via Los Angeles Rams. Pick <coughs> Brian Bruce, Clemson. Oh, no, Boomer. Uh, <laughs> number seven, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, formerly known as uh, Oakland Raiders. Pick Will Levis, Kentucky. Uh, number eight, Atlanta Falcons. Pick uh, edge rusher uh, Tyree Wilson from uh, Texas Tech. <laughs> number nine run out of steam here uh, the Carolina Panthers who are in North Carolina pick Anthony <laughs> Anthony Richardson University of Florida <laughs> uh, yeah and number 10 uh, Philadelphia Eagles via New Orleans Saints pick uh, brother of minor league baseball player Jackson Smith and Jigba that's my top 10 perfect yeah, I like that. That was uh, Chris Berman announcing the first 10 picks that, of the NFL that, draft. What, yeah, some, somewhat. Here, let's see. What? Should I pick a new song for mine? What? You should do uh, Please the, no ads. The, the NFL on Fox. Oh, oh yes. Even better. <laughs> should I sound like Mark, Mike Tirico? Uh, I, 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 can't, I can't do a Mike, Mike Tirico. Welcome, folks. We are in windy Auburn, Alabama. <laughs> Rainy. For the 2023 NFL Draft, Chicago Bears with the first pick. We're going to take Will Anderson Jr., Ooh. edge rusher from Alabama. Number two, Texans. They need help everywhere. So we're going to get – oh, jeez, I messed that up. I don't know what I was going to say there. <laughs> we need help everywhere, so we're taking Bryce Young. Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. We're taking Bryce Young, a quarterback. Number three, Arizona Cardinals. Your coach just took a flight to Thailand. Doesn't seem like he's going back anytime soon. So we're going to take Jalen Carter. Ooh. Colts, number four. I'm going to shake it up here. I don't think that they're going to go C.J. Stroud. I think that Jim, Jim Mercer is going to do something wild and take Will Levis, number mm. four overall. Mm. Number- Egan lied to me in the bullpen saying that I – C.J. Stroud is just automatically going to go after Bryce Young. No, I think I, if, if, I was, if I was picking, I would pick C.J. Stroud, but I think that Jim Irsay is dumb. And so he's <laughs> going to do something crazy. Seattle Seahawks have the fifth pick from Denver. I think they're going to go Miles Murphy, edge rusher, beef up the defensive line. Another Clemson, Clemson Tiger going sixth overall to the Detroit Lions. Brian Breesey. Former number one recruit. Former number one recruit. And number seven, the Las Vegas Raiders. Get their guy, C.J. Stroud. The guy. The guy from The Ohio State University. Dude, I have never heard Sunday Night Football song this late. (laughs) (laughs) Cut, cut, Is this what it sounds like? Let's go back to the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Oh, I'll just pause that. Uh, so what pick am I on now? Eight? Yeah, Falcons. Falcons. Oh, the Falcons. They're going to take Tyree Wilson, edge rusher from Texas Tech. I really wanted to get them a quarterback, but there wasn't any available. Actually, I mean, Anthony Richardson could have gone here at eight, but I don't think he was that Desmond good. Ritter. They got Desmond they Ritter. They got Desmond Ritter. Number nine, they also need a QB, but top three are gone. So I'm going to take. I'm gonna have them take Quinton Johnston <coughs> from TCU. TCU. Texas beef up the Beef up the offense. Then number ten. The Eagles, they really have no needs, but Darius Slay, he's going to get old eventually. He already is old, but still playing at a high level. So I'm going to get his replacement with Devin Witherspoon. From the Illinois. From the Fighting the, Illini. The University Illinois. Of Illinois. Champaign. Do you ever remember the quarterback they had they called Juice? Juice uh, Williams? Uh, they, I thought that was a running back. Or Juice Williams might have been a running back, I think. But they had a quarterback at Illinois. Remember when Lovey Smith was their coach? Yeah, that was cool. Juice. Yeah, his name was Juice Williams. Juice Williams. All right. All right. 10, I mean, 11 through 20. Uh, 11, the Tennessee Titans. I have them picking Barry Johnson Jr. from the Ohio State University. Tackle. Uh, I like that. Texans, 12th overall via Cleveland Browns. Going to shake it up a little bit here. Michael Baby Gronk Mayer. Ooh, I like this pick. I do I like, like that pick, pick but I think I think you're gonna like where I have him going even better. Ooh, I I think I am too. New York Jets. Uh, I just took best available Peter Skoronsky. See, I actually switched it. I had the Titans taking Peter Skoronsky and the Jets taking Paris Johnson. Hmm, great minds almost think alike. Because apparently. Apparently, according to the draft experts, Mel Kuyper, Tom McShay, Skaronsky is NFL-ready. Paris Johnson, a little bit more of a project, but could be better in the long run. Well, the Jets have, uh, I think they have a couple more years to develop their offense. It is true. Paris defense Johnson. is there. But, yeah, defense uh, is there. Got to get the QB, though. 14. Oh, man, we're going to have to go to PSAs. Uh, 14, uh, Lucas Van Ness, edge rusher, University of Iowa, go Hawkeyes. To the Patriots. To the Patriots. Packers. Uh, Quentin Johnston, TCU, Quentin Texas Johnston. Christian University. And then Commanders, Devin Witherspoon, Illinois. Oh, I exited out. Uh, Steelers. Steelers. Anton Harrison, tackle Oklahoma. Lions, second pick, 18. Um, to accompany Jeff Akuda, I have Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Ooh, that's a good pick for them. Uh, Buccaneers, 19. Osiris Torrance, guard from Florida. Seahawks. Nolan Smith, Nolan edge rusher, Smith. Georgia, also former number one overall uh, high school recruit. Yeah, it's a good pick. That's 11 through 20. We're going to go do PSAs real quick. When we come back, we'll do my 11 through 20, and then we'll get to the rest of it. We'll be back. We will be back. All right. We're back. Listen to more tough scenes uh, here on WEGL 91.1 FM. And uh, I'm going to do my 11 through 20 picks here. Uh as I mentioned earlier, Tennessee Titans, I think, you know, just keep beefing up that offensive line. Keep helping Derrick Henry out. Peter Skaronsky, tackle Skaronsky. Northwestern. Also, Taylor Lewan, contract year, uh, he's been injury prone a lot the past couple of seasons. He is older, although. Does he love football? Yeah, although in, at the top of his game, he is one of the best left tackles in the league but he's often not at the top of his game because he's injured all the time. So I think they're going to move on from him. They need to get a new left tackle. Peter Skaronsky is the guy. 
a good football player, even better podcaster, Taylor. Even better podcaster. Went to a horrible college, though. Yeah. Can't believe in that, but. Uh, uh, Texans, they're de- uh, I know from firsthand experience because I have a franchise with them in Madden. Uh, defensive line, big problem. Big, big, big problem. So we're going to get Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. Going a little high, but they need an edge rusher. There's not very many left on the board. 13, Paris Johnson Jr., tackle. Um, if you remember a couple years ago, they drafted this guy who is foot nine, Mackay Becton. Um, he's not that good, actually. Yeah, maybe he was too big. Yeah, just because he's you're the tallest left tackle of all time. And heaviest. And heaviest. Does not mean you're going to necessarily be good, and yeah. he's bad. So they need a new tackle. Paris Johnson Jr. should be the guy. 14, New England Patriots. I think you're going to like this pick. Yes. Patriots are getting Gronk 2.0 and yes. Michael Mayer. I like this. Michael Mayer to the New England Patriots. They love the tight ends. Uh, I don't know if it's two years ago or three years ago. They tried to fix the tight end need and went out and signed two of them, Hunter Henry and what was uh, the dude from the Titans? Um, Something Johnson, maybe? No, it was a. Uh, but he was a solid player, nonetheless. Yeah. But two, but both of them haven't really worked out that well. Now it could be the offense, yeah. Could be Mac Jones, yeah. But let's just you know. Definitely not Bailey Zappi. Yeah, let's just quit worrying about it and draft Michael Mayer so we know we have a really good tight end. Second best tight end prospect since Kyle Pitts. Facts. And Patriots know how to use I actually, tight ends. I also partied with him before. Michael Mayer? Yeah, at Southeastern. What was he doing in Auburn? His friends are in my fraternity. That's awesome. They're from... Why did you tell me that when I drafted him with the, in, in the franchise? I don't know. I... So I feel like it's almost like bragging if I see because like I really name dropping right I, now. I didn't really I was like we sat at the same table. <laughs> <laughs> were y'all look were, were y'all in the back looking mysterious? We like dapped each other up. You're like, oh and I was David like, Gronk, what's I was up, like, buddy? Hey, you're playing Ohio State week one. And, but uh what yeah, so he's <laughs> he went to so I have a really good friend Duncan and then the pledge class great below us is two other guys, Jack and Mike. But they they're from the like Kentucky side of Cincinnati. Well, it's not technically considered Cincinnati. They're from Newport. But uh, yeah, so con- right the on the Kentucky there. side, they uh, so they went to the same high school. Michael Mayer playing the same football team, obviously high school football team. That's and so awesome. they're pretty good friends. And so before this past season started, he came down and hung out for a little bit. Yeah, uh, the only time I've ever been to Cincinnati. Uh, I was going to – I lived in Kentucky at the time. I was going to the aquarium, which is in, I think, Newport, Kentucky, yeah. which is like the Cincinnati Which is basically setting. Cincinnati. Um, mom mom took a wrong turn and ended up driving past the stadium, which is right off the interstate. It is right off the interstate. That's and normally like – whenever I would drive up to Cleveland, you drive through Cincinnati, obviously, and that's always like a – kind of like a mile marker. Be like, all right, past stadium. Only got like – Really cool-looking stadium from yeah, the outside. Past stadium, only got like blah, blah, blah hours left. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Michael Mayer, also cool guy. Yeah. So, hopefully he goes to the Patriots, and hopefully he's Gronk 2.0. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay, 15. They need to do something. Aaron Rodgers, he might just, you know, move to South uh, America and just start doing ayahuasca. So, they need to, you know, draft Jackson Smith and the Jigba from Ohio State. That'd be electric. And, try and lure him back in. That'd be electric. That would be electric. They need, they need to keep him there, so they need to get something. Jackson Smith and the Jigba. There you go. Washington, they kind of need everything as well. I think 16 is way too high to draft Anthony Richardson, so I got him taking Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. 17, the Steelers, I think that 
they need to beef up their defense. So Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Yeah. Number 18, the Lions. Same thing, just beef up the defense. It was bottom, I think it was last in points per game and fourth to last in yards per game. So they got Brian Branch, safety from Alabama. You know, he could be Minka Fitzpatrick. He could be. He could be from the same school. 19, the Buccaneers had so many offensive line problems last year. Now, granted, some of them were because of injuries, but, you know, if you need if you have injuries, you need backup. So we're taking Broderick Jones, tackle from Georgia. I think he'll be really good. Now to the Seahawks. We got a second pick here at 20, and I wanted to give them, you know, some cool, like a flashy pick, like a receiver maybe even a quarterback, but I think they could just stick with Geno Smith. And I didn't, you know, D.K. Metcalf, uh, what's the other guys? Tyler Lockett, they don't need a wide receiver, so Osiris Torrance. Solid. From Florida. Guard. They they, uh, they have the tackles already. They do two have the rookie tackles. tackles were very good this year. They have year. the two rookie tackles, beef up the interior, get a guard. Yeah. Now 21 through 31. So the not San Diego. It's actually not 32 this year because the Dolphins they got in trouble. They're grounded. Uh, NFL they got grounded by the NFL. Um, no pick for them. Um, Los Angeles Chargers. My bad. I have them picking hometown kid wide receiver Jordan Addison. Wait a minute. It's a good pick. I also did the same thing. Nice, nice. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. I have them picking a receiver as well. Zay Flowers, Ooh. Boston College. See, I Zay Flowers, I had a hard time giving him to someone because I just have absolutely never seen him play. Me neither. But ever. I'm trusting PFF. 23, Minnesota Vikings. I have them picking Brian Branch. Ooh. Um, they do need defense. Uh, and Harrison, Harrison Smith is Smith's getting older. older. Yeah, that's the, that was my thought process. Jacksonville Jaguars, I have them – Picking Cam Smith, cornerback from the University of South Carolina, the real USC. Uh, New York Giants, I have them picking uh, Clemson's linebacker, Trenton Simpson. Not really familiar with this game. Not familiar with but your game, is, young fella. This is Mock Draft 1.0. We will get familiar yeah. with it. This is just my Oh, also, by the way, I typed, I looked up Zay Flowers, and the first article was a New England Patriots article. It says, Boston College wide receiver Zay Flowers impresses with, with impresses with Patriots West squad. Hmm. So, looks like it's not Michael Mayer, it's Zay Flowers. Uh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, 26, Dallas Cowboys, Josh Downs, receiver, North Carolina. Also, not familiar with this game, but they could get another receiver. They could, yeah. yeah they could. This pick I like a lot, and I kind of hope it happens in real life. Buffalo Bills 27, Bijan Robinson. Yes. See, I did the exact same thing. They I, need a running back. They need a running back, and he's one of the best running back Quit prospects. messing around. I like this pick a lot. I, I want it to too. happen. I need uh, it to happen. Because, ima- dude, imagine Bijan Robinson with Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. It's like, listen, like, they've all, like the Bills have Diggs. never had like a, a Pro Bowl all-star running back. Frank and they Moore. had – they had Marshawn Lynch, which he was good, but they need to drop you know Robinson get the guy. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, I have them picking Broderick Jones, tackle from Georgia. Uh, as we saw yesterday, they still need some line help. They definitely or need depth, some line at help. Least. Um, 
Denver Broncos, 29, via San Francisco 49ers. I have them picking Drew Sanders, linebacker from Arkansas. I am familiar with this game. He's good. Um, 30, Kansas City Chiefs. I have them picking interior defensive lineman Siaki Aka. I almost picked him, but then I was like, he's from Baylor, just can't be good at defense. Fair enough. That's a great observation. Again, mock draft 1.0. Mock draft 1.0. 31, Philadelphia Eagles. I, I had them picking you. B.J. Ojolari from LSU, edge rusher. It's a good pick. He's, he's solid. So my 21 through 31, again, Dolphins got grounded. Uh, the, I have Jordan Addison also going to the uh, Chargers. And you may think, why does he go to the Chargers? They got all these guys. They got Gerald Everett. They got Mike I'm, Williams. They got Mike Williams. Forgetting the other guys. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. But they're always hurt. Yeah. Always hurt. They never play, you know, together and don't play very many games in Eck- a row. Eckler's almost a receiver, too. Yeah, so we're going to get Jordan Addison. Hopefully he won't get injured every other game like the receivers they have. And then 22, the Ravens. I'm going to shake things up here. The Ravens are going to take Anthony Richardson. Lamar, <laughs> Lamar Jackson Whoa. is leaving. They're like, we don't need Lamar Jackson. We're going to draft Lamar Jackson 2.0, who's mm. taller and might have a better arm. So they're going to draft Anthony Richardson and, you know, be like, all right, Lamar, you don't want to take our offer? Bye. Hit the door. There, there it is. Don't let it hit you on the way out. Is this something you see happening or something you want to happen? I want it to happen. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> it would just be so exciting. I, I got to the bottom of that one pretty Also, quickly. maybe it could happen. It could be like a Jordan Love pick. You know. Ravens are too competent to do that. Yeah, they probably are. And then 23, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, they need help on defense. So I got them taking Nolan Smith, edge rusher from Georgia. 24, the Jaguars. I think that they're all they're they're a team that really doesn't have too many like glaring needs that are yeah. like obvious. So I got them taking best player available, Joey Porter Jr., cornerback from Penn State. Now, 25, the New York Giants, they paid Kenny Galladay $76 million for one touchdown. Hmm. Uh, he has caught one touchdown in his time there, and he had a four-year $76 million contract. So I'm going to get him a receiver in Zay Flowers from Boston College. 26, the Dallas Cowboys. I think that they need to get, you know, Sean Lee's older. Uh, Van Der Esch is getting older. And he also sometimes just isn't that good. So Trenton Simpson, linebacker from Clemson. Mm-hmm. 27, Bills, dream pick, Bijan Robinson, needs to happen. Pick of the century. Yeah, 28, the Bengals. Buffalo Bills legacy pick. Got to take in Cam Smith, cornerback from South Carolina. Just beef up the defense. 27. Get rid of Eli Apple. Also a flaming hot pick. The Denver Broncos. 29. Yeah, 29. The Denver Broncos are going to try to fix their problems a little bit by drafting Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. Hendon Hooker in the thin air. In the thin air. Beautiful. Listen, he's kind of of like Russell Wilson a little bit. You know, mobile, likes to get out of the pocket, sling it. And so, you know, maybe he can can sit behind Russell Wilson for a couple of years if Russ plays, you know, like he did. Any any good like if he plays decent or if he's really that bad, then you just you put in Hendon Hooker. The hook on a rookie show. deal. 
And so I think that the Broncos that wouldn't be that actually would not be a dumb idea to draft Henry like there. Pick. I like that pick a lot. Number thirty, the Chiefs. Um, I saw this is purely based on last night's game. I'm taking Antonio Johnson, which is a safety, to replace number six. Uh, he had like two pass interference calls last night in <laughs> like a holding. And Probably so, got mossed by Jamar Chase. Yeah, and, and he got mossed by like Jamar Chase and T. Higgins both times because he played safety, so Oof. he's in both those. And then. Pick 31, the Eagles, Brandon Graham. Uh, their defensive line is actually really old, believe it or not. They have they signed Linval Joseph and Dominican Sue, who are both just retired this year. Yeah. Signed them back. Brandon Graham is getting up there in age, so B.J. Ojulari, edge rusher LSU to Great replace those guys. Alike. Great minds think alike. And the Steelers, 32, I have them taking. Uh, no, um, Who's this just like the worst player in college football? Oh, Spencer Rattler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that was our mock draft 1.0. It's our mock draft. Tough, tough Scenes mock draft 1.0. Now we have to go to PSAs. When we come back, what do you want to discuss? We come back from PSAs. Let's see what's on the docket here. NBA All-Star starters. All right. And we can talk Talking about uh, talk when LeBron was shot on the court. Yeah, he had a temperature. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, when we get back, talking some 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 hoops. Some hoops. Hello, hello, hello. We're back. More tough scenes. WEGL 91.1 FM. Talking hoops. All-star starters, baby. Let's look up the all-star starters. Yeah, let me pull. Jamie, pull that up. Uh, All right, so they're going by east-west. Oh, the Spurs lost. Oops, to the Washington Wizards. So the West starters are... Stephen Curry, Nikola Jokic, Zion Williamson, Luka Doncic, and the captain, LeBron James. Is he just going to always be the captain as long as he's in the league? Probably. It's yeah, I mean, he's not the best player in the West. Not at all. Same thing with Giannis. Not the best player in the East this year, but he's the captain. Yeah. Which, has it been team LeBron, team Giannis for the past three years? Well, it's East and West. Yeah, but they always give him the, the Team LeBron, Team Giannis yeah. name. I don't know. I don't know. Switch it up, man. There's, these guys aren't the best players in their division. It'd be cool to see. The East. Switch it up. East starters. Durant, Irving, Giannis. Donovan Mitchell. Let's go. Cleveland Cavalier, baby. Um, And Jason Tatum. So, that's a... Who, who would you pick straight up if these... If it was just five on five, these two teams playing a game at twenty-one. So we have. I'm taking the East. Yeah, Kyrie matched up with Steph Curry, and then as shooting guard, you have Donovan Mitchell matched up with Luka Doncic, and then the three, you would have Jason Tatum versus LeBron. Then at the four, you have KD versus Zion, and at the five, you have Jokic versus Giannis. I'm taking the East because we all saw what uh, rookie Tatum did to LeBron. And do you think that Zion could guard Kevin Durant? I don't know, but I think, I think if it's make it, take it, the West could just dominate in the paint. Just Zion, yeah. and, Zion and Jokic just feed the big men. It, also, Doncic on Donovan Mitchell is... Mismatch. Yeah, it's a mismatch. I won't even lie. Doncic's on pretty much anybody. He's a mismatch at this point. The only real even matchup here is Irving, Steph Curry, and I take Steph Curry. I think Irving, uh, 
I don't want to say shot creating. I think I'm going to go west here just because of the the size, and I think if they wanted to, they could play bully ball. Um, Jokic on Giannis is going to be an interesting matchup. I w- honestly, I would put Will. I put Zion on Giannis, and Jokic on KD. Oof. I think that would just be a long day for Jokic. Yeah, but Zion should just always be in the paint. Yeah, that is true. Jokic, I feel like, is more not That'd be a good game. That would be a good game. But uh, this year they're doing it differently. They're actually they're going to draft the players on the court. And, just, and you know how normally it's like the week before, the night before, you know, NBA TNT, Shaq, Chuck, Ernie, Kenny. Kenny. Can't forget Kenny. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, they do the draft. But this time they're doing it on the floor right before the game. Hmm. Just like recess. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that. I think that's going to be the most fun part of the game, to be honest, is the drafting part. The last pick becomes the MVP. Yeah, that'd be sick. But then, so, here are some of the people who are leading in the vote leading vote-getters for each side that weren't voted as starters. Anthony Davis, uh, Zion Williams. Oh, he was voted as a starter. Anthony Davis, Andrew Wiggins, Paul George, Laurie Markkinen, Draymond Green, Sabonis, Kevin Looney. That was the front court for the West. Front cor- uh, The guards for the West was Curry, Luka Doncic, John Morant, Shea Gilders-Alexander, Clay Thompson, Russell Westbrook. How is Russell Westbrook getting all-star Meme. votes? Meme. Meme. Front court for the East, Tatum, Embiid, Butler, Pascal Siakam, Kyle Kuzma, Paolo Bancaro. Is Kuzma that deserving of that many votes, or is that also a meme? I think both. I think he's playing well this year just because there's literally no one on the Wizards. So he's got good stats. Nick Clankston. Nick Claxton. I actually... Clank. He, Clank. Uh, guards, Irving, Don Mitchell, Dylan Brown, James Harden, Trey Young, DeMar Rosen. I like how they... They're base. They're literally the almost the exact same player, but they have Jason Tatum as a front court player and Jalen Brown as a guard. <laughs> well, I mean Tatum is taller, about like an inch though. They're basically the same person. Just one looks more cool when they do moves. Jason Tatum. But, I, don't, uh, I don't know. Jalen Brown does look cool. Just Jan- Jason Tatum is so like fluid, just smooth. Oh, I'm smooth criminal per se. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Who would you pick? How many uh reserves are there? Seven. Who would you pick from each side? Um, I think you got to put Lori Markinen from Utah in there. Yeah, home, home, home team. Home team, and he is actually having an insane season. He is playing lights out. Demontis Sabonis, who is yeah. nine, should be has to be in there. He's actually played insane this year. Um, John Morant, obviously, Shea Gilders, Alexander. Those are my two picks from the West. Uh, from the East, I mean, Joel Embiid has to be in there. Yep. Um, but then all these other guys. Jalen Brown, I think, I think a lot of these other guys are, like, memes. Siakam, Kuzma. Well, Banchero's not bad. Yeah, Julius Julius Randle's had a really good season. But, uh. Um, I, I wish the All Star Game wasn't just like dunks and stuff like that, and it was back like in the nineties when they actually used to play hard. That was fun. Um, Trey Young is good enough, but he's been hurt. So 
I'm yeah. picking James Brown and or, or not James Brown, uh, Jalen Brown and James Harden. James Brown. James Brown, uh, the singer. Would you say that Kyrie Irving is? I mean, he's he was voted a starter, but do you really think he should be a uh, All Star? If even if he's played only like twelve games, I don't know. I haven't really been watching the NBA that much. I'm not gonna lie. So I haven't watched very many games, but I followed up with it, like as far as the records and things go. But uh, I know that James Harden and uh, Jalen Brown have been playing very well this year. So yeah, actually, let's just look at the standings here, see what NBA teams are doing right now. <clears throat> NBA standings. All right, so in the East, it's the Celtics, Bucks, 76ers, Nets, Cavs. It's top five. I'm pulling it up as well. I wonder who's going to win the championship. Not the Spurs. Because this is going to be one. This is going to. I feel like this is going to be the first year where it's not. Where you can't make the argument like, you know, LeBron has the experience. He's been there. He knows what he's doing. Kevin Durant's been there. He's know what he, he knows Dude, what he's Lakers doing. Lakers aren't even making the playoffs. Like, Steph Curry, he's won it before. I'm like, this year, I think, is going to be a first-time winner. I think we're going to see, you know, the young guns take over, whether it be the Celtics or the 76ers. I mean, the 76ers, I want to say, are young guns. Or not young guns, but players that haven't won yet. Yeah. I would say the 76ers, but they have James Harden, who is just not a... Uh... I just have a it just hard. Just kind of falls off in the playoffs sometimes. I just have a hard time seeing the Nuggets or Grizzlies winning a championship because I feel like, or the Kings, definitely not the Kings. Because I feel they're like really good, but uh, they're, they're not they just have one player who's really good, like Jokic, John Morant. Oh well, yeah, those teams too. I just don't know if they can withstand that. Well, the Grizzlies the whole, are solid. I just don't know if they can keep that up the whole playoffs. Oh. Uh, this Luka is and the Mavericks. Luka and the Mavericks. I think this is going to be one of the most unpredictable, unpredictable like championships because it's going to be a first-time winner. I feel like it's only the only people who are going to make the playoffs that have you know won a championship before is you know, the the Warriors will make it, but they'll be a bottom seed. And then, uh, you think the Jazz can possibly make it? I think the Jazz could win a playing game. Yes, um, and the Suns. I don't know what's happened to the Suns, but they – was it last year they went to the Western Conference Championship? No, they went to the finals. Um, was it last year or two years ago? The the second COVID – the COVID year, but not the bubble. The one that the Bucks won. They yeah. lost to the Bucks in the finals. So they have just – it's not been going very good for the, uh, for the Suns. They just – you know, Devin Booker's been injured. Chris Paul's been injured. Um, DeAndre Ayton's been injured. All at different times, so you haven't had your big three all on the court together. Then this past off season, DeAndre Ayton agreed to a deal with the Pacers, and then the Suns matched it, so he came back. So he already decided to leave. Yeah, and you guys brought him back. I don't and know if just, they give him that money again either. Yeah, they probably don't. He hasn't played that well this year. They had, their team chemistry just seems to be very bad. Which college did he go to? Virginia. DeAndre Ayton went to, I think, Arizona. Arizona, yeah. He was the number one overall pick. Yep. Yeah. But uh, Cavs really want them to be a contender, but I just don't think they are. But they're in the playoffs, right? We're a year away. Yeah, we're going to be. We're gonna make the playoffs. I just don't think we're quite good enough to beat the top team, which looks like the Celtics. 
Yeah, the Celtics are very good. Celtics or the Sixers, because Embiid is hard to beat. And the Bucks are just also. Like, yeah, though. Giannis. Yeah. And Middleton. They've been struggling this year, though, because it's turned into, like, LeBron and the Cavs, but Giannis and the Bucks. Yeah, what about the Heat? Spolstra? Bad. I think he is uh, cooking something in there down in Miami and South Beach. I, You know, I don't. I just do not because. The East is very good. Because the, yeah. Hawks, the Hawks have been playing bad. They're the eight seed, but they still have DeJounte Murray and, and Trey Young. I mean, they're, they're the eight seed at 500. Yeah, look at the West, the all the records from the four seed down. Yeah, the if you, like the West is wide open for anyone who decides, whoever decides to. The Lakers know, actually still have a chance. They That's, have a very, very easy from chance. Fi- from five to thirteen, they all have a chance, and then you have the Spurs and the Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets. Who should just they should put E next to their name because they're already eliminated from playoff. Uh, the Rockets should just sell the team. The Pistons are bad. But they have Jaden Ivey and uh, Cade Cunningham. They are bad. They're very bad. Why are uh, they bad? Guys. They have Jaden Ivey and Cade Cunningham and no one else. Uh, you're making me yawn. Uh, now everyone listening is going to yawn. Yeah, but uh, it is 9.31. Got to go to PSAs. Come back, Mount Rushmore, best-smelling places. Mount Rushmore, best-smelling places. Starbucks, number one. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. All right, we're back. Mount Rushmore time. WGL 91.1. That's what you're listening to right now. Tough scenes. Another segment. What? Dude, that's that's probably the best thing that's ever happened on TV. Thank you. Those fast two minutes. Thank you, Chris Berman. Thank you, Chris Berman. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to do Mount Rushmore of the best smelling places, a.k.a. you walk in and you either get hungry or you're just like, wow. This smells good. It's a good smelling place. Yeah. All right. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot. I won again. I own Egan. I go scissors every time. Um, Not a big deal. Number one, I'm not, I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to be uh. this curse word that I'm thinking of. I'm not going to take what you've been saying all day. I'm going to take Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works is really good. I'm not going to lie. Especially Christmas time or fall. Thanksgiving, Christmas time. time, fall gets you in the mood, makes you feel like you're, you know, in, in a the Christmas season. Yeah, yeah. My number one, I'm gonna go with Starbucks. Been saying it all podcast. It's just a great smelling place. It is. You walk in there and you, I, I'm starving as soon as I walk in because I'm like, I need a, need a cake pop, croissant, something, maybe a, a scone, pumpkin loaf. Pumpkin loaf. That's pumpkin my, loaf. That's my so good. Dude. It is. Pumpkin Warm. loaf. So good. Yeah. yeah. But Wish uh, it was open after this. I'd get one. Yeah, your number two pick. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, any ice cream place. Any ice cream place that is true. Yeah, it just like if you're good. at the beach. Yeah. Walking ice cream place, that's the best. Yeah. My number two is I'm gonna go with Subway. Yeah. I was thinking I was going to go Jimmy John's, but I honestly, I think Subway smells better. It does. Jimmy John's tastes better. Subway smells better. We'll see better. about that. We'll see about that. But, uh, yeah, Jimmy yeah. John's bread, great smells. Free smells. Just walk in yeah. and smell it. Saw that this weekend. For free. Sat outside there. Uh, number three for me, I'm going to go uh, high school, like when you were when we were in high school and uh, like, like a high school sporting event, the, the concession stand. Oh, yeah. Just... The smell, 
the, did you smell that? You smell the popcorn. I'm, I'm hungry thinking about it. Popcorn. The roller or, dogs. Yeah, it's just the, the, the grill with yeah. hamburgers on it. And then just like the massive bag of Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches. Yes. Yeah. That yeah, was great. That is, that's a good pick. So my number three pick. Ooh, it's actually kind of hard. I don't know. I'm going to go with. Mm, your grandma's house debatable debatable but but my grandparents yes it's very calming yes it is it's peaceful you walk in you're just like I'm, I'm a safe place i can't believe that this pick fell to four uh department store cologne section yeah yeah that is true sometimes though it depends on who was there before you. Could be a little too strong. Yeah, that's what the coffee beans are there for. It is true. That is what the coffee beans are there for. What's going to be my fourth pick? I don't know. Mm, not the zoo. Honestly, I think I'm going to go with movie theater. Yeah, that was, I was literally going like to say Like when you walk up mention. popcorn? Yeah. Yeah, it's good smell. <sighs> So good. There's some other good smells. Um, it did not take that long. Yeah. Uh, we could do a flush more, like, worst smells. Uh, water uh, treatment facility. Gas station bathrooms. Gas station bathrooms. Not Porta the ga- potties. Not the pump, though. Porta potties. Actually, that's my it's my fourth pick, gas station pump. Y- yeah. You gasoline. like the smell of gas? Gasoline. Uh, I do, uh, Airport bathrooms. Um, Bathroom after your attachment in there. Home depots. Lowe's. Really, you don't like Home Depot or Lowe's? Nah, I don't. I don't like. Uh, you don't like the wood. It's too. No, th- I don't mind that. It's more like the paint section and stuff. Yeah. Like it, it's just any chemical. Do we paint chips as a kid? Yeah. Why? <laughs> There's a scene from Tommy Boy. Um, what else does? Oh, uh, locker room. Oh yeah. Locker room smells terrible. Actually, though, is it? Would it be nostalgic if we go back no. now? No, no, still no, be no, terrible. No, yeah, that's bad. Almost, it almost got, it almost got you in the mood though. You walk into the locker room, you're like, "This, Whoa. this is hor-. in the mood for <laughs> pause, <laughs> in the mood for hitting people." Yeah, well, for us, for watching, in the mood other- for smashing, yeah, into other, <laughs> men. in the mood for smashing into other men. Well, for us in uh, Discovery eighth grade, it was for us watching on the <laughs> sidelines. Other people run full speed. Yeah, we just we walked into the locker room. Put me and Riley in the mood to have our fake podcast on the sidelines. Yeah, we're gonna smack. We the are gonna play like talk, a champion. We are gonna talk so much while the coach is trying to sell us something. Yeah, we're definitely paying attention during our Wednesday playthroughs. Yeah, like uh, we should have just went to the coach and been like, "Listen, we'll we'll come to the games to for for numbers to look like you know deep team, but we we do we have to come to practice? Practice? We're not, we're not doing anything." He's talking about the game. We're talking about practice. We kind of only do the not fun parts, like the like the sumo drill and the uh, Oklahoma drill, and then once it gets to like running through the offense and the defense, we we go to the sidelines. So yeah. like, if we if we could just not do that. Yeah, we were both like one year off from our growth spurts too. Yeah, we just. I mean, I was tall, but I wasn't like big enough to play football. We were just a year away. Yeah, we were a from year greatness. Away. Um, but we quit. So yeah, it is yeah, what it is. Yeah. We our coach, our eighth grade year though, wasn't like. Wasn't yeah, you that. missed out on seventh grade. Seventh grade, I actually played and I did good. Yeah, eighth eighth grade was not fun. Yeah, eighth grade, I quit. That coach kind of. 
because I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm only gonna wrestle and play baseball. And then that coach also was there for the only year we had him. Yeah, like he got fired very shortly after that. I think he took another job. I think he actually got a high school job, like small school. That's insane. Yeah, considering that uh, we went undefeated seventh grade, and then we actually lost a game in eighth grade. What does like a middle school coach make? Uh, You're gonna look at. I mean, he would make what middle school teacher. I don't think he really make anything coaching. Middle yeah, school I guess would you really high just school? like they're like all right, they'll pay you a little extra, like a stipend. I wonder. I wonder if that's what they do. Like they just when they hire a football coach, they're like, all right, now you're hired, but we gotta make sure we can find a history job for you, so we can yeah. uh, you know f- go through this hiring process, fill out <laughs> paperwork. But yeah. you're the football coach. Um. But it's like, hey, know. man, we're like, we we would have loved to have you be our coach, but we don't have any more history uh, teaching positions open for you to, you know, slide in. So, yeah. sorry. Middle school is, like, probably my least athletic time, too. Yeah. Like, that – because elementary school, I feel like uh, you're either athletic or you're not. Like, I, I, I think I was a pretty athletic Yeah, it's before everyone, like, starts growing, so everyone's still kind of equal. It's just you're an athletic person, yeah, or you're not. And then middle school is when like people start to grow, and if you just—it's really not fair, middle school. Yeah, if you get if you have like a late growth spurt, like you grow in high school, like middle school is just gonna suck. Yeah. See, like I was tall, but I wasn't—I was always tall on like a beanpole. Yeah. Like that Devonte Smith meme—that was me in middle school. <laughs> um, but yeah, but if you were one of the kids that like hit your growth spurt in middle school, uh, yeah. you, you were Tom Brady basically. Yeah. Like you were Joe Cool. Like. Yeah, pretty much everybody that started for us was already like. Yeah. They pe- they didn't peak in middle. Yeah, school, look at me now. Yeah. Same size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Take anyone you one on one. Hey, line we're, up. We're still. I'll be corner. We're still middle school football, North Alabama champions, and no one can take that. We are. Us. We did not see a snap that game. And um. Actually, no. Eighth grade, we were we were soccer silver medalists. Yeah. Yeah. I. I was ball boy that game. Ball boy that game. Got I, the futures messed up. I uh, yeah, did. I just was there to support Egan and the team. And uh, our, the soccer coach was like, hey, we need a ball boy. I was wearing my brand new Jordan futures. Spent all my birth, not my birthday, my Christmas money on. Just saved money over the time. It was like and it was wet. eighth grade, $150. It was a money. wet game. It was wet and muddy. And I couldn't say no to the coach because he was intimidating. Yeah, Coach McKinnon, also our soccer coach, was the defense coordinator. Yeah. Goo! He, he couldn't say go correctly. He said, goo! Goo! And then he had us, uh, one time he he stayed in push-up position for like a minute, and he was pushing 300-something. Yeah, that he's was... skinny now. That was actually insane. We like, we there was a weightlifting PE class. And oh, yeah, like, we had that together. Yeah, and you, all, you always just kind of like make fun of the old guy, and he's like, okay. And he throws three fifteen on there and just wraps it. Yeah, it's actually he was nuts. and he was an animal. He also Coach had a glass McKinnon eye. Had a glass eye from rugby. because he played rugby and it got hit out. Yeah, honestly, tough dude. Honestly, really cool guy. Yeah, he was super nice. Outside of coaching, like nice yeah. guy, cool guy. Like actually, talk like you can talk to him and like be cool with him. Yeah, um, coaching though, coaching. make me spit on myself. Yeah, yeah. He you didn't want to get on his bad side. Yeah, he called me a practice uh, practice all-star, which oh, was – That's, uh, that's t- like a subtle just – It's an insult, but I took it as a compliment. Yeah, like you you're like, you should take that as a compliment, but you're like, I, I mean, like, could I start? 
can I play then? Like, if I'm good in practice, probably be good in the game. Right? I was just, you know, it was a walkthrough, and I was just, I was going 100. percent Yeah, I didn't because there's no pads on, and like, yeah, he, uh, he took the pads off. I can actually play football. Yeah, like when we would <laughs> do football and like run through practice, I never got through like any of the reps. I just, there's just like you're like four string, bro. Yeah. But then when I got on the soccer team, started playing soccer, got those, got those second thirteen reps. Yeah. <laughs> Mo- moved go. up in the order. Yeah, there you go. From soccer, and then bam, you were starter. Yeah, then bam. I remember going to one of your BAM games. <laughs> Had a four-year BAM career. Did. I'm a BAM veteran. Yeah. Actually. You made a second contract. Actually, I played in middles before, like, the 18U league. Played, like, two. I actually played, like, six years in BAM. Yeah, you got you got the second contract. I got a second contract. That's when I moved up to the 18-year-old league. Yeah. Played for the 76ers, right? I did. Yeah. We were actually just the Sixers. The, oh. My bad. Which was uh, and it, it there was no numbers. It was just like the word Sixers. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It looked pretty funny, but uh, yeah, I was an All Star there, Defensive Player of the Year, um, voted first team All Defensive Bam NBA. Just be gritty. gritty. Just you were like Delhi. No, that I lear- that literally was actually me and Bam just Del Vadova because I I was I had no offensive skill. You could give me a hundred shots from a three point line, and I'd make probably like twenty of them. Well, in the corner, you're 100%. Yeah, in the corner, though, 100%. You're, you're Ray Allen in that sense. Yeah, but so I was just like, to not embarrass myself out here, I have to just get every, like as many rebounds and play really good defense. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I love that. But uh, I wish I would have played Bam, but I wrestled. I wrestled. Bam was, not Bam was fun at times, and then sometimes like you'd show up to a Bam game, and it'd be, like, Tuesday night, and you're like, I'm just not trying to do this at all. And yeah. you'd look over, and, like, half your high school sitting over there, and you're like, come on, yeah. guys. Can you <laughs> not come to this one? See, you got to fake an injury before the game, so they don't see you, like, get hurt, but you're, like, just show up in a boot like Ben Roth. One time, we were playing a team that was, like, really good. Like, we were going to get smoked by their starters. Bench, though, horrible. Mm. So I asked to not start the first quarter. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I came in the second quarter with those other bench guys, whooped up on them, and then the starters came back in. And I was like, ah, I'm out. That's smart. They brought the good guys back in. Bring me out. That's smart. That's like in hockey. Sometimes you put a, uh, you put uh, a guy that's yeah, you know like good, a really good to play player in like line. the third line. Yeah, yeah, second, third line. That's smart. All right. Well, you got to give PSAs when we come back. Yeah, I, I led the second team. <laughs> yeah. When we come back, it's franchise time. Franchise time. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Yeah. I better get a good spin. Yeah, I'm. The wheel is just. The wheel. We'll see. Actually. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. All right. We're back. Last segment of the show tonight. Tough scenes. WGL ninety one point one W or uh, FM. My bad. We're gonna draft our teams. All right. So I did a practice spin. So we have. We have three wheels. We have the conference, AFC, NFC, then we have the division, and then I put all the teams in that division and put them in a wheel. I did a practice wheel, and it was actually the Browns. Let's go. So the wheel is functioning. Um, Rock, paper, scissors again. Who's going to go first? Or wheel. Let's do a wheel. Another wheel. Let's do a wheel. Just keep making wheels. Uh, Riley Egan. Um. All right, first spin, and I'm going first. Oh, I'm going first. I am nervous because this is going to determine. Are we going to do this for the whole semester? You want to? 
Yeah, we could, yeah. <sighs> That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. NFC, AFC. So, actually, before I get into the wheel, what we're going to do, we're going to sim the first year, which is this year, then up, download the actual draft class for this, for this season, go through the draft, and then start of year two, we're going to sim to the midweek or the midseason and then play every other game, but just the moments. And then even then, like sometimes just the offensive moments. Yeah. And we're playing on all pro seven-minute Sometimes playing, it's not that fun. Yeah. All right, so let's see who I get conference-wise. Conference? I'm getting the – oh. Oh, who's it going to be? Oh. NFC? NFC. NFC. I got the NFC. All right. NFC. Let's see what division. This could be good. This could be good. This could be good. Oh, no. The North. NFC North. Oh, no. The North. Oh, no. Ooh, could be Vikings. Could be Bears. Better hope it's not the Bears. This is actually... Like the second worst division I could have got. I think the AFC South is the worst I could have got. Yeah, I mean. But even then, like. Lions wouldn't be bad. Two first round picks. Yeah. The Vikings wouldn't be. Like, the Vikings that can rebuild. Yeah, you would just trade everybody. Uh uh-uh. But I was hoping for, like, an AFC team with a really good quarterback. Like, you know, like the Chiefs oh, yeah. or the Bengals or. I'm, I'm going to definitely get, like, Chiefs or something. <sighs> All right. Let's, let's see who I get. All right, who is it going to be? Take a guess at home. Who do you think? Ooh. Vikings. Vikings. I got the Vikings, so I got Jay Jettis. All right, Riley Zepp is now the new owner, GM, president, Coach. vice president, pres- uh, general, whatever else position is in football of the Minnesota Vikings. They're not going to be frauds now. Not going to be frauds now. All right. Yeah, after... After Minnesota's embarrassing first-round exit after going 13-3 and and proving that they are frauds, they have fired everybody and yeah. sold the team to Riley Zepp, and Riley has decided to hire himself for every, every role. Position. All right, I like that. All right, Egan. AFC or NFC? AFC, NFC. Let's see. Let's see. Look at how close that is. Give me I give wish, me, give I wish me y'all AFC. could see it. I wish y'all at home could see how close this yeah, is. Yeah, it's just on much. NFC. Like in GTA, where I'm like one tick away from getting the car, but I get clothing. All right, he also gets. Oh no! NFC. Oh, that means we both can't. We can't be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. If I get the North, I'm gonna. It's gonna be so funny. We gotta play each other twice a year. Oh. Ooh. West. West. NFC West. So that's all. Uh, oh, this could be really good or really bad. All right. Where's the West? Oh, no. Here it is. Oh, the Rams and the Cardinals. Oh, Even the Seahawks and Madden. The Rams and the Cardinals. All right. All right. NFC West. It's my team. Ooh. Oh no! He almost got the Niners, but he got the Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks and Vikings. 
All right, we can do. We can work with the Seahawks. Yeah. I really would have liked the Niners. So it was like a quarter millimeter away from the Niners. Um, um and God, I want to do another spin. Not that I want another team. It's just electric. It is. It's exciting. God, 49ers would have been so. Yeah. Oh, all I would have had to do is get a quarterback. I mean, I got the best of what I possibly could have gotten. Oh, all I would have had to do is just get like an 82 overall quarterback, and I would have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Should we play with injury on? Ah, that'd be more realistic. But then, like, if DK Metcalf gets hurt, I'm just gonna be so upset. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Should we? No. Wheel. Wheel. Wheel for injuries on or off? (laughs) No, let's just not play with them on. Yeah, that's not fine. Yeah, Yeah. we're playing on all pro. We're not good enough for all pro. I've got Geno Smith is my QB. Do I keep Geno? I guess now we can talk about what's what's going to be your first move as Vikings GM. Uh, well, I don't know if I can dump Kirk Cousins on anybody else, but I yeah. would prefer to possibly. I might trade up in the draft. I might trade Kirk Cousins. And I think get, you only got one more year of Kirk Cousins, anyways. If you want to, like this year, or next year. Ooh. So he's only signed a three-year, nine million. I mean, ninety million. I don't know. I need to look up the, the roster. I think for me, I think Geno Smith is going to end up being too low of an overall in the game to play with him. Because, yeah, you could be like, yeah, Geno Smith would be, they're going to stay with him in real life. But if he's like 81 or 82 in the game, then he's just not going to be that good to play with. So oh, I, think, I think for the Seahawks, the offensive skill positions are set. Lockett, D.K. Metcalf, Kenneth Walker. And then defense, we need to work on defense. Although we had two really good – we drafted a cornerback. I say we, like I'm a Seahawks fan now. Tariq Woodland, Woodley, he was uh, rookie, the, one of the rookie of the year candidates. He's really good. So I think for the Seahawks, I'm just going to focus on getting defensive line linebackers. I think – I think I'm going to try to bring back SCL defense. No fly zone. What did the, C- the Seahawks defense call themselves? Legion of Boom. Legion of Boom. I'm bringing back the Legion of Boom. I think I'm going to... See, I don't know how old these players are. Um, I know Hawkinson, I'm going to keep. Dalvin Cook, I might... I might trade if I can get maybe some picks. Um, it depends how I do year one. Jeff, Justin Jefferson going to stay on my team probably the entire semester. Probably. He um, would be a good idea. Adam Thielen's going to retire soon. Kirk Cousins, I'm not keeping him for the whole semester. I think um, for my team, I'm, I got to go and get Fred Warner. I just got to make it happen. Get my Bobby Wagner – Middle linebacker, at least. Or you can boom. draft a middle linebacker. I need I need a middle linebacker, though, that's a thumper. And then I need to get a strong safety. You want Harrison Smith? I've got Jamal can Adams. Right now? I've got Jamal Adams on the team. Can work a deal right now. He's just too old for my team, man. We're, get, we're getting I younger. Ha- I have Hawkinson and Irv Smith, I think. Yeah. Which Irv Smith's only a 75, but... Yeah, 
All right, three minutes left on the show. You have I, any? You have any other sports you want to talk about? Um, I will say uh, one thing: Farmers Insurance Open just happened, and it was only a three-day event, and it had one of the bigger purses uh, that they are going to do this year, and I I just find it like, I mean, all the all the PGA Tour guys. You put a camera and a microphone in any of their faces, they immediately are, like, they're just going to go straight to, like, oh, live. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's horrible. I hate it. So stupid. They're taking money from the worst people on earth. But then they turn around, but then they go out and they compete in a three-day event with a, uh, with an event that has a bigger purse. And I would just ask any of those PGA Tour players, do you really think that this year, you would have these tournaments with, you know, bigger purses and only three-day events instead of four. Do you really think you guys would have had that without Liv? No. So, honestly, I think they should probably shut up slightly about Liv because Maybe. they're stealing their PGAs just doing what Liv Golf is doing. Shout out Max Homa for winning another event while no one's watching. Yeah, Max Homa, um, basically... If there's a big sporting event going on, whether it be Super Bowl, NBA Finals, World Cup, World Cup, bet on Max Homa to win. Stanley Cup. Because he wins when no one's watching, but when the lights are bright, like the Masters, yeah, not so good. Made, well, he made the cut. Made the cut. First time. First time made the cut the Masters. He can build off that. He can build off that. But mm, not that much. Yeah, we'll see. Um, well, we got someone behind us. Yeah, so, so that's the show. That's the show. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Hope y'all enjoyed. Thanks excited, for listening. I'm excited for this franchise. Yeah, Vikings and Seahawks. How how uh what time do you have class tomorrow? I have class in the morning. That's it. Okay. But we can play a little bit tonight and then uh possibly. I have to finish homework for service marketing. But then if I finish that, yeah, I can play. All right. I might just I might start the league and then sim the first year. Yeah, that'd be good. Hopefully by then we'll be all done. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Tough Scenes. If you're interested in more sports content, visit weglfm.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at RileyZepp and at Egan.83. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week, and I'll see you next Monday at 9 with another episode of Tough Scenes.